This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. So we've previewed the AL West. We've tried to find a way for the A's to more than 56 and a half wins and also try to figure out who the heck is going to win that battle royal of a division and listen to what Mike Trout had to say. We've already talked NBA award markets as the final third of the season. The stretch run gets going here. Uh, We've tried to find future homes for some big name NFL free agents. A lot going on in college basketball last night again because, well, college basketball. Uh, If you've missed anything today on BetQL Daily, that's why you have your Odyssey app. Download it today, A-U-D-A-C-Y. You can rewind to anything in the last 72 hours on the BetQL network. And of course, everything's posted as a podcast later in the day as well. Wherever you get your podcast, make sure you subscribe to BetQL Daily here live on the BetQL network. We are coast to coast with you and on twitch.tv slash BetQL as well as YouTube. Odyssey Sports. Jared Smith of BetMGM's live on the line every afternoon on the Stadium Network. He will join us at 1120 Eastern. So in about 40 minutes, 20 minutes from now, Alex Monaco of MSG Network with some of his favorite plays and angles for the first full slate of NBA action post-All-Star break. Jim Rodriguez alongside myself, Chris Mack. J-Rod, we've talked plenty over the last week and a half about where the association sits at the break, right? We talked about the the All-Star festivities. We are now ready to dive back in to the final third of the season. We've gone division by division. We've looked at all of these uh, futures and award markets. Now we get the first night of actual action on the hardwood. Let's start with any games you like. I've got a couple that I'm definitely in on and a couple that I want to get your opinion on, but I'll let you get us started, see if we cross over, if we overlap at all here. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Maybe because, you know, it's been, you know, almost a week, uh, but I'm hungry for some NBA, you know what I mean? I've been been going through my Instagram, ready for some NBA traps, some thirst trap NBA games. (laughs) And I think I think I found some here. I see what just I see where Justin Fields is going here. I see what he's doing here. Um, It it feels like like some really awesome, like playoff, almost conference final matchups tonight. And I want to start in Oklahoma City. Great steakhouse, by the way. I think it's called Mahogany. Great. If you're in Oklahoma City, go get go get the steak at Mahogany. But um, Clippers Thunder, right? Talk about heavyweight matchup. Um, it's the Clippers on the road getting, what is it, one and a half? I like mm-hmm. the Clippers in this game. Money lines, only minus 105. Clippers have more size than the Thunder. I think Oklahoma City, we're going to start seeing how this Gordon Haywood, how they work him into the lineup. If Kawhi plays, you get their big three together. I, I like the Clippers in this game. I, th- I think it's going to be, first of all, it should be a track meet at 230, at 236 and a half in this game. Yeah. Yeah. 235, yeah. yeah. First of all, let's take that. But I like the Clippers straight up money line on this game. This one is probably going to be the one I'm watching tonight with a nice cold beverage. Uh, this is going to be fun. Yeah, Hayward, you mentioned, uh, interesting to see how they start to fold him in, that veteran presence that the Thunder needed to go out and get. Some of my takeaways from the All-Star break include the fact that, you know, there wasn't a lot of effort on the floor during the All-Star game. That's been talked about plenty. No, but one of, the guys I, one of the guys I saw out there actually giving some effort was Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Like, SGA sure. looked like he wanted to, 
you know, it's like the first day at a new school and you want to impress everybody. He went out there and he, he gave as close to max effort as anybody was giving in the all-star game. He actually looked like he was still playing competitive basketball, unlike most of the other guys out on the floor. And I think that youthful energy will carry itself into the second half. I'm actually on the other side here. I like OKC at home, laying the point, point and a half, whatever it may be. Um, you can even go money line here if you don't want to mess with the points because regardless of what side you're on, Clippers are minus 105, Thunder are minus 115. It's not like you're laying a lot of juice here. Um, I, I think the Thunder come out sort of rejuvenated, re-energized. Now, we'll see how far that youthful energy can carry them down the stretch, right? We've talked about that plenty in a very in uber competitive Northwest division where they're battling with the T-Wolves, battling for the Nuggets, battling with these very same Clippers in the top three or four of the Western Conference standings down the stretch. I do wonder, what did James Harden get into over the break? You know, I, I, I wonder, um, is Kawhi Leonard going to be a hundred percent, you know, dollar, dollar, dollar bills, y'all dollar, dollar, right. dollar bills. Exactly. <laughs> You're telling me Harden wasn't off somewhere where he was able to make it rain. Um, yeah, I, I just, I think a fresh, young, hungry team against a hungover James Harden. I don't know that for a fact. It's just a guess. Um, but I would argue Mac. Oklahoma City would be a great place to go dry out after a big party. So, you know, they, did, they didn't get Fair to point. Oklahoma City today. They were probably there Last yesterday. Night. Yeah, you know? probably. I'm just saying. Um, I'm just I saying. hear you. I, I, I think I'm allegedly. on the thunder in this spot. But allegedly, yeah. I, I'm on the thunder in this spot, but I like the fact that we're looking at one of the – that we're both looking at a similar at, – at the same game here. Because there are – there's a yeah. lot of big spreads tonight on this first slate after the, the All-Star break. You see a lot of big numbers – um, in fact, one of those big numbers is one I wanted to ask you about before I give you another play that I really like, like the Celtics laying eight and a half at Chicago. This feels like a game that the Celtics walk in again, Tatum and Brown, you know, Jalen Brown did what he did at the all-star festivities, whether you were impressed by it or not. Um, I, I just think the Celtics, this is, they look at this as an opportunity it's it's sort of converse to what I mentioned with the Thunder in that, you know, a young, hungry team like OKC, they want to go out and get the momentum going. I think the Celtics just look at it as kind of like a continuation. Like, hey, most of us spent a week at the beach or a long weekend at the beach. Um, a couple of us had to go to Indy and do the all-star stuff. But for the most part, we got up off our feet and the depth of this team carries them in Chicago tonight. But that eight and a half is a lot. I won't, I'm always like hesitant, right? To say one game out of 82 defines a season. I, I'm not saying right. that. I'm always, I'm always hesitant to do that. But if, if you're Joe Missoula and you're trying to, to spread a narrative to your team, right? When, when you're so good, best team in the East, how do you keep these guys motivated? Remember, we talked about how he said, well, clearly winning doesn't matter in this league because we should have had more all-stars, right? I think it's a way to mm -hmm. us against the world kind of thing. And I think for them to go into Chicago tonight and lay the wood on the Bulls, I think it's important to them to as a team, as a team to say, listen, we are going to keep going. 
break, no break. Here we go. We're business as usual. We're going to pound these guys and get out of here. We're going to go in, you know, you know, kiss their girlfriends and drink their beer and we're out of here. So I'll take the Celtics laying eight and a half in, in that game. I like the, I like the total two twenty five and a half. I like that more than anything. If I were to make a bet, it would be the, it would be the over, but I wouldn't surprise me if the Celtics covered that number. Just again, narrative Joe Missoula, just trying to push these guys business as usual, fellas. Another one I like, and tell me what you think of this. Give me any other plays that you're a big fan of tonight in the first full slate of NBA action returning post-All-Star break. I like Golden State at home against the LeBronless Lakers. It's five and a half, um, but I I just think Golden State, the way they played the last couple weeks going into the break, this is a team out back until they start to cool off again. It looks to me like they found some things coming out of the Draymond suspension, uh, Clay is starting to look like himself a little bit again. Steph is Steph. Um, that hasn't changed at all. Golden State laying five and a half at home against the Lakers. I really like as well. Yeah, it, it, this is this is an interesting game because, again, to your point, no LeBron, um, and both teams were hot. Like you know, both teams won six out of seven to close uh, before the All Star break. You know, for the for the Lakers, they beat the Celtics, the Pelicans, the Knicks. The, while the Golden State, you know, their wins. I don't know how impressive they were. They beat a, you know, a banged up Philly team. They beat Indy and they beat mm-hmm. Phoenix again, which was banged up. Uh, I, th- I think the Lakers and, and Warriors are settling into, I think they know they're playing game teams. I don't think they, they know they're going to be able to catch anybody or get out of the playing game situation. I think you're managing LeBron. I think Golden State is a good bet tonight, uh, laying that five and a half, despite how well they've played. Both teams hammered the Jazz, by the way, before the All-Star break. Yep. So, I like Golden State in that game, but the one game that jumps out at me uh, in terms of when you mentioned big spreads is Orlando and the Cavs. It's okay? another one, yeah. Seven and a half. Cleveland's at home. They have been on fire, right? Absolutely on fire. 23 and five, their last 28. 18 and two since New Year's Day. Uh, they have been on fire. They've beaten the Magic both games, but know this the Magic are the best team against the spread in the NBA. 35 and 18 against the number this year. Seven and a half. I know it's young. I know it's on the road, but maybe the rest. I like the magic. I don't know if they'll win. I like the magic getting the seven and a half because they have covered all year. Man, that's not a bad call. Magic on the road in Cleveland. That would be... That would not be they what I expect from the Cavs coming out of the break. Right. They don't have to win. They just got to give the Cavs a little bit of a scare. Maybe that's the the narrative there is the magic go in, give the Cavs a little bit of a scare, and give Cleveland the sort of smelling salts they need to wake up from the All-Star break and continue to plow through the final third of the season the way they have the middle third of the season. That's not a bad call. One more I'll throw at you. Mavs at home opening up the final third of the season against the Suns, only laying a point and a half. The Mavs went into the break super hot. Luka looks like Luka. Kyrie looks like Pete Kyrie. They've added some depth inside, protecting the rim a little bit. I like Dallas laying the point and a half against uh, a less than healthy Suns. I'm not sure what the deal is with Bradley Beal tonight either. We'll have to check that before tip. I love me some Mavs. I love Dallas. I love the city. I love the team. I love Luka. Give me the Mavs all the way. My 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 eleven to one Western Conference champs ticket is riding on it. 
Yeah, yeah. You know what? You got your conference champs ticket. We've both got uh, Southwest Division tickets on the Mavs as well uh, to see if they can carry that momentum that they carried, like I said, into the All-Star break, through it now, and into the final third of the season. Plenty to talk about in a little more than 20 minutes, about 25 minutes from now with Jared Smith of Fox Sports Radio and BetMGM's Live on the Line. But coming up next... One team we didn't talk about on this full slate. A really interesting game. I wouldn't bet it. Knicks visiting the Sixers tonight in Philly and some big news out of New York. Could be surgery on the horizon for one of their key pieces. We'll talk to Alex Monaco of MSG Network about that, host of the Better Half Hour on MSG. He joins us next here on BetQL Daily.